Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Thinking Christian Podcast. This is your host, Dane Kramer, and I want to thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to know more about me or this podcast, just go to my website, type in www.thethinkingchristian.us. That will take you to my uh, website there. You will find all previously released podcasts. You will find resources, uh, blogs that I've written. Um, you can also interact with me, a way to contact me from my website if you like. You can also subscribe to this podcast right from the website. Put in uh, my your yeah, put in my email address. Put in your email address, your name. Hit the subscribe button, and you should be able to, uh, to get. You will get notifications every time a new podcast is released or an update to the website is made. As always, as always, you can also subscribe to this podcast uh, from Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Android, or just download your favorite podcasting third-party app and do a search for the Thinking Christian podcast, and you should be able to subscribe to it from there. All right, well, let's get started today. Um, you know, when I began the Thinking Christian podcast, uh, my intention was to talk about Mostly theological issues, doctrinal issues from a, a Christian perspective. I'm interested in those kinds of things. Uh, my mind is, I think, kind of geared toward those kinds of things. And I have a whole host of things that I want to talk about. I have a list of some things that have been submitted to me, some questions that have been asked. I want to get to all of those. Uh, and I know, actually, I have not been podcasting the last couple of weeks. I missed two weeks in a row. Um, apologize for that. I've uh, just been busy. And... And been busy, busy with this uh, coronavirus situation. It, it's uh, it's kind of changed life for me, as it's changed life for a lot of people. And I really feel right now that uh, because it's such in the forefront of our lives and our thinking that I just I can't I kind of can't go to these other topics right now. It just would seem out of place. I feel like what I need to do is is really talk about what's going on. I think from a Christian perspective. Uh, give you my thoughts and maybe through it all, um, just help uh, others who are, who might be struggling with what to do and how to handle this. So I, that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about the coronavirus and the kingdom of God. Um, a passage of scripture that I use a lot, a passage of scripture that means a lot to me. Uh, I don't want to say it's my favorite Bible verse. I just, I don't, I don't have favorite Bible verses per se, but this is one that I kind of keep in my holster like a gun and I, cause I pull it out very quickly and often. And that is Matthew, Matthew six, uh, verse 33. Matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago or a couple of podcasts, I should say ago, I talked about this whole section from Matthew chapter six from the Sermon on the Mount, but Matthew six, verse 33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. And the phrase, all these things, is a reference to all the things that Jesus had just talked about, the necessities of life. But Matthew, the, the first part of Matthew 6.33, but seek first the kingdom of God, is such a great reminder of where you and I as Christians, if you're a Christian, and I hope you are, but where you and I as Christians need to keep our thinking. Jesus told us, seek first the kingdom of God. That's where our focus really needs to be. And Jesus didn't say, seek first the kingdom of God when things are going well, or seek first the kingdom of God when you get to church, or seek first the kingdom of God when you've got a job. 
um, just seek first the kingdom of God. And I, I believe this is a call that we have, we as Christians. If you're not a Christian, this is not your call. But if you're a Christian, this is our call. We are to seek the kingdom of God first. And the other day I was praying, um, spending some time in the morning uh, in my prayer time, uh, really you know, focusing on, in, in particular, the, uh, the coronavirus situation and what the world has kind of been immersed into right now. And the thought that came to me and it became my prayer and has been my prayer ever since is that God would exploit this present situation for his glory, that he would exploit it for the kingdom. And that has been my prayer, that God would use this. And as I thought about that, as I prayed about it, I realized, well, that's really my calling too. My calling is to take this coronavirus situation and somehow help or contribute to the kingdom by exploiting it somehow. And, and I don't know exactly. I'm still learning like the rest of you are, but, but that's really my focus. It's about the kingdom. When I wake up in the morning, it's about the kingdom. When I go to bed at night, it's about the kingdom. I am a servant of the Most High God. I've been called um, to be his servant, and I have been called to be busy about the kingdom. And so that that uh, that is something that takes place, uh, you know, when the virus is here and when it's not here. So uh, certainly I want to be very focused on that. And, um, you know, that's just our call. Uh, and we can't let ourselves stray from that calling, this is something, uh, this is sort of our job, so to speak. You know, Jesus said, um, you seek that first and all these other things will be added to you. His job is to take care of our lives. His job is to take care of you and me. Our job is to seek him, to seek his righteousness, uh, to seek the kingdom uh, and the kingdom's growth here wherever we are. And so I, I think we need to call ourselves to that and, and remind each other that that is, that is what we're called to do and to, to be focused on. Now, along those same lines, I, I do want to say something about some of the hoarding that's been going on. Those of you uh, who have been in stores recently ha- probably have seen uh, some changes. Uh, initially, when this whole thing um, started, you know, the the quarantining, uh, you walk into stores, we would see bare shelves. It was it was incredible, especially paper products, toilet paper, and things like that completely wiped out i think my local walmart is still running low on those items they they sell pretty fast uh there have been a number of food items that i have seen have been off the shelves and uh, i know that they're trying to stock them as fast as they can but i want to say something about the hoarding uh and i'm i'm, I'm directing this to christians of course if you're not a follower of jesus christ uh, you don't or yeah you don't are you aren't appealed to or you're not appealing to the same standard that i am and i wouldn't expect you to live to my standard or to god's standard not my standard this is god's standard but um if you're a christian uh and you're hoarding stop one or the other you know stop saying that you're a christian or stop the hoarding um we are to seek the kingdom of god and um, also in matthew chapter 6 the same chapter where this comes from is uh, also known as the lord's prayer a phrase in that prayer is give us this day our daily bread um the prayer doesn't say give us this day enough bread for the next three months or give us enough toilet paper to last the rest of the year. But give us this day our daily bread. I think our focus uh, needs to be on trusting God. And I think those who hoard things, those who go to the supermarket and try to snatch up as much as they possibly can, first of all, they're being very selfish. 
because what they're trying to say is I am more important than the other people. I need this more than the other people do. Um, and so it is extremely selfish to be hoarding uh, products. And if you're a Christian, it's also saying that I don't trust God. I don't believe God. I don't think that God can really take care of me. God doesn't understand how much toilet paper me and my family need, and therefore I have to do this, uh, and God cannot do it, um, which is ridiculous. God, of course, knows what we need. Uh, he knows the things before we ask, and if we are seeking his kingdom, he can take care of your toilet paper issues. Um, so if you're a Christian and you're hoarding and you know, you're stockpiling, whether it's food, toilet paper or other essential supplies, I think you really you really need to stop doing that. Um, and and it, it really is a spiritual thing. Uh, and I'm not just saying that as a citizen of this country who's also trying to buy things, but I, I'm saying that as a, a citizen of the heavenly kingdom. You need to stop doing that because it again it is really like saying, God, I don't trust you. Uh, you know, I trust you when things are good, but I don't trust you now. I don't think you can really take care of me if things get bad. So I need to do that myself. Um, and again, it's also very unloving for the other people because you are, in a sense, saying I am more important than them. So please stop the hoarding if you're a Christian. And if you're a non-Christian, uh, I know what I just said doesn't make any sense to you. And, uh, I, you know, but I will ask you the same thing. Stop the hoarding. Um, now, I know that a, a lot of things have been going on and churches have been very innovative, and I appreciate that very much. Uh, the church that I attend is very, very proactive, uh, and I know a lot of churches are, but they're very proactive in terms of how they're handling this and how we're handling the fellowship. We use a program called Zoom. Um, and that's been uh, very successful where we've been meeting. Uh, there are there are groups meeting almost every day, uh, Bible study groups. There are um, women's groups. There are uh, Sunday school groups and, of course, uh, worship service and things like that. We're, we're meeting routinely and frequently, and it gives us a great chance to connect. And it really is kind of cool. Uh, if you're not familiar with Zoom, it's like Skype or um, uh, uh, Hangouts or some of the other kind of uh, – uh, virtual kind of hangout rooms where you can actually see people. Uh, you can see them. Their images appear on your phone or your desktop or something like that. And it is a really great way to connect with, with Christians during this time frame. And I want to encourage you to do that. If your church is offering something like that right now, do it. Um, don't disconnect yourself from the fellowship uh, at a time like this. Uh, try to reach out. Try to stay in connection with other people. Interact with them and uh, and stay connected the best that you can. Now, um, I also want to say, though, that's not just our obligation here. Um, you know, it's not just about us trying to be comforted in this hour. It's not just about us trying to fellowship with only Christians during this season, you know, of this coronavirus. But honestly, I think also we need to forget, or we need to remember, we need to not forget that we are about the kingdom and that there are souls out there that are still lost. There are people who uh, don't know Jesus. And I am praying very actively that God exploits this coronavirus for the kingdom, that he uses this whole situation for his good. And that's what I want to see happen. I want to see God turn this around for his good. With that in mind, um, I'm going to ask you Christians to try to be as creative 
as you have been in fellowshipping in, in reaching other people because we do need to somehow reach the lost. We do need to help those who need comforted who don't necessarily attend any church or aren't connected to Jesus anyway. Now, how you do that, I don't really know. Um, you know, God has a lot of creative people in his church, and I'm praying another uh, another one of my prayers is as God stirs that creative creativity, that he stirs that creative pot, and that people who have those minds to think outside the box really begin to do so. And I, I, I'm sure that there are some listeners out there who are who are the people that I'm describing. I don't necessarily consider myself a real creative thinker. My wife is. I'm not. But um, I'm praying that God stirs those people to find ways of reaching not just Christians, but non-Christians. The God, that God stirs us and, and, and to creatively reach people who don't know him because, again, this is about the kingdom. We're trying to get the kingdom to grow. We're not just scratching each other's backs while this is happening, but we want to try to, um, to, to comfort people who are really in need. Now, how do we do that? Again, uh, you know, I'm not going to answer that question because I don't know all of the answers, but maybe in some of the same ways we're reaching Christians, uh, create um, internet chat groups where you might invite some of your friends who are non-Christians, or uh, you don't even have to go on the internet. The phone still works. Uh, call your neighbors. Call the people down the street. Um, the people that maybe you, you know, would see while you're cutting the grass or going to the gym or, um, the people you would routinely see that you haven't connected with in a while. And even though they're not Christians, call them up. And when you do, uh, you know, here's a couple of things. Uh, ask them, how are you handling all this? Hey, I haven't seen you in a while. We haven't bumped into each other in a while. And you were on my mind. I thought I'd just call you up and, and how are you doing? And listen to what they have to say. Uh, people are handling this in different ways, and some are not handling it as well of, uh, as others. And you might just be stumbling on someone who is really struggling and really needs someone uh, to listen to them. So listen, you know, ask them, how are you doing? How are you handling this? Um, you know, what's the worst part for you? What's the best part for you? You know, write down some questions before you, you make these phone calls or you get into these chat groups or whatever the case may be. And genuinely listen to people. Hear what they have to say. Um, and then, you know, at the end of your conversation, just say, well, you know, hey, I'll just, just checking in with you. And would you mind if I prayed for you? Uh, you know, I just want to pray for you. I, I want to pray for your safety. I want to pray for your family at this time. Do you care if I do that? And, and I can almost guarantee you that you will not get a no. I, I can almost guarantee you no one is going to say, I'd rather you not. I suppose there might be some out there, but most people would would welcome prayers, even non-believers. And this is something that I have seen many, many, many times over in my life where non-believers, when they're asked, can I pray for you? They will absolutely bow their heads and pause and wait for you to say something. Uh, there is something about prayer that just affects people. So, Think of ways to reach the unsaved right now. Think of ways to reach those who uh, need help. And, and, you know, just be an ear. It's not hard. It's not hard to listen to people. Just listen to what they have to say. Ask some questions. And then ask to pray for them. Um, on Wednesday nights, I'm trying to do a Zoom Bible study uh, that I've directed towards atheists and uh, former inmates and people that I've contacted, you know, through the jail system and, and just anybody who, who maybe is a bit of a misfit uh, and we've had some nice conversations it hasn't been um, 
overly populated. We haven't had a whole lot of people show up yet, but have had some nice conversations with people who don't typically come to church. Um, and that's been neat. So uh, maybe you can think of a creative way to reach outside the boundaries because, again, we have to remember, this life is about the kingdom. That's what this is all about. It's about the kingdom. And we need to keep focused on the king of this kingdom and find out what he has us to do for him. I hope that you're weathering this storm okay. I hope that you are doing all right. And I pray that you continue to be healthy. And I pray that you continue to be um, creative as you find ways to work this kingdom out in your life for his sake. And with that, I'm going to close this podcast. Look forward to seeing you the next time on the Thinking Christian Podcast.